Welcome to the Unitarian Universalist Fellowship of McMinnville podcast. Founded in 2007, UUFM is a gathering place for people who embrace a free and responsible search for truth and meaning. We are located in the heart of Oregon's Willamette Valley wine country. Please visit us on the web at macuuf.org, M-A-C-U-U-F dot org. And if you are ever in or near the McMinnville area, don't hesitate to stop by and visit us. UUFM gathers in love and service for justice and peace. We have a little reading for you. It's four different voices speaking on springing up after being out on a limb. Okay. (laughs) Danan Perry says, Every once in a while, as I'm swinging along on my trapeze bar of the moment, I look out ahead of me into the distance and I see another trapeze bar swinging toward me. It's empty, and I know in that place in me that knows that this new trapeze bar has my name on it. It is my next step, my growth, my aliveness coming to get me. In my heart of hearts, I know that for me to grow, I must release my grip on this present, well-known bar and move to the new one. Bell Hooks says, contrary to what we may have been taught to think, unnecessary and unchosen suffering wounds us, but need not scar us for life. It does mark us. What we allow the mark of our suffering to become is in our own hands. Howard Thurman says, I have never since lost sight of the far-flung mystery and redemption of the sacrament of pain. It is small wonder that so much is made in the Christian religion of the necessity of rebirths. There need not be only one single rebirth, but again and again a man may be reborn until at last there is nothing that remains between him and God. And Alice Walker says, After the close of a magical marriage to an extraordinary man that ended in a less than magical divorce, I found myself unmoored unmated, ungrounded in a way that challenged everything I ever thought about human relationships. Situated squarely in that terrifying paradise called freedom, precipitously out on so many emotional limbs, it was as if I had been born. And in fact, I was being reborn as the woman I was to become. I promised another song. This one is Be Like a Bird by Labana. Be like a bird who's halting in her flight on a limb to slide feels it give way beneath her yet sings sings knowing she has wings yet sings Be like a bird 
all go through desperately awful times, when we can transform those experiences, we are stronger. You may have heard of crisis-tunities or another bleeping learning experience. <laughs> these experiences usually show up with fear and with anger, and we all have these moments. The question is what we choose to do with them. Are you in such a time right now? You may be working too many hours for too little pay, feeling drained and exhausted and ineffectual and frustrated. You might be on the soul journey that the goddess Persephone took into the underworld. It may feel like the journey that Jesus took, losing everything, resting in the tomb. Or maybe your dearest wish is to retreat into the womb or your safe and cozy clay pot of a life. You may be speaking truth to power, hoping to make the world a better place and feeling shut down and hopeless. You may be desperately clinging to your life vest as you hurtle over the waterfall through the underground river, heading toward rebirth in the vast ocean. These are feelings that every hero in every saga has. Hanging over a precipice, facing an unclimbable mountain, or seven impossible tasks. Or maybe you feel like I felt one memorable season of my life, six months, which I wish I could forget, like I was standing lonely on a hill and life was sneaking up on me and hitting me with bad news, whacking me with a stick over and over again. Here's the good news. The journey continues on. You don't have to stay in the tomb. You don't have to desperately cling to that life vest forever. The season of despair passes, and you can emerge like a chick, bruised and battered from the shell. And when that change comes, we get a gift. We deserve that gift, the gift of transformation. We owe it to ourselves and to our loved ones to wrest all the transformation we can out of the jaws of those difficult times. No matter how messy it is, we deserve the richness and the deepening of transformation. They say resilience is the ability to adapt, be flexible, and manage crisis or stressful situations and turn them into opportunities while retaining strength of purpose. Wow. Rebirth and resurrection are not easy. It isn't all done in one attempt. There's work, there's rest, and there's more work. Some people talk about being broken open, as though they're a clay pot needing something extreme to open up. And sometimes that is what happens or maybe a broken heart that mends stronger. Or maybe not stronger, but more beautiful. I like the metaphor of traveling through the birth canal. Everyone agrees it isn't easy, isn't simple or pain-free, but usually folks report that it was necessary. <laughs> <laughs> and really, it beats the alternative. 
When it is time, once you begin to trust the light you see at the end of the tunnel, trust that it's not an oncoming train, and that anything that may be coming at you, you will handle. You can be like a bird, who pausing in her flight on a branch too slight feels it give way beneath her, yet sings, sings knowing she has wings, Ser como un pájaro y volare. This is the bounce. This is resilience. When runners start a race, they set themselves on their blocks and they sink down. And then they launch forward along the track. This is the bounce. Some say resilience is bouncing back like a coiled spring to our pre-crisis shape. But I don't think we can or should go back to the same. I'd say resilience is more bouncing forward, transforming to meet the new. The bounce can be a baby bounce. For some of us, it's more like a failing forward. <laughs> like those Tibetan monks prostrating themselves on the road to the temple. In fact, I think it almost always is a failing forward. Farron sings, I take my cue from the willow tree, for it don't break from just one storm, but bends with the strength that keeps it free. That, that flex is important. I am asking you to remember when you're in the depths of pain that you have wings. And you may be saying, wings? When I'm suffering, I barely have fleet feet. I'm flat on my back in the mud here. What's so redemptive about suffering? Suffering is yucky. And you're right. When life gives us bad news, we have bad news. This is not a happy thing. I grit my teeth when I hear, when life gives you lemons, make lemonade. Really? Really, as my niece pointed out, if life forgets to give you water and sugar, you've got some poor lemonade. <laughs> Maybe you don't have life insurance, health insurance, a community of support, a safe passage down a city sidewalk, or something else that you desperately need. The key resilience factors, nutrition, healthcare, housing, safety nets, they're not under your individual control. They're an environment that our community must create. Each and every precious person deserves to live in an environment with these supports. We shouldn't have to struggle so hard just to be alive. We owe it to each other and to our children to create a resilience-friendly world. And still, we've got what we've got. And that's where we start to create our own transformation, our own resilience. Even when important factors that create resilience are withheld, we determinedly, intrepidly create our own redemption. During the Great Peace March of 1986, I stood on a grassy, mist-covered, 
former missile site in Illinois, surrounded by peace marchers, and learned a song. You can't forbid the sun to rise. You can't. Words on the page are wrong. You can't forbid me everything. You can't forbid me to think. You can't forbid my tears to fall. And you can't stop the changes I bring. Some of us cried as we sang. We cried for the violence and the destruction we were witnessing and that we feared would come. We held hands and we sang. We sang to heal our hearts and to give ourselves and each other courage. By singing, we held onto our faith that the sun would rise and the changes would come. No se puede detener los cambios. Yes, the tears are important and so are the songs. Transformation and wisdom cannot be withheld from you. Suffering is redeemed by the wisdom we gain. When we're born as babies, we're innocent of pain. Like Pandora in the myth of Pandora's box, we have not yet experienced pain, but we also do not yet have wisdom. We have to go through the second birth, the transformation, the resurrection, to gain that wisdom again and again. What you learn matters. You can take any experience, no matter how difficult, and make it a learning experience. Robert Gruden says, to learn is not merely to accumulate data, it is to rebuild one's world. Sometimes resilience is about breaking and shattering and being able to put the pieces back together like the tradition of the broken Japanese bowls that are mended with gold in the seams. The cracks are highlighted. They are the most precious part of the bowl. Or like that real-life Titanic disaster survivor, Molly Brown, you float rather than sink. Her story was so gripping, she was memorialized in play and in film as the unsinkable Molly Brown. Horrifically memorable experiences live on as stories and maybe serve as a warning not to go that way again. We don't have to remain in a horrible experience. It can turn into a story. People suffering from depression can retreat, can isolate themselves. And we do need to make time for mourning, for experiencing the pain and facing fearful truths. There is no way out but through. And there comes a point when our interior season is ready to change. It's time to take someone's hand to go on. We need to pass through the valley of darkness, but we don't have to do it alone. Rainier Maria Wilkie says, in the difficult are the friendly forces, the hands that work on us. Many times what has saved me from being stuck in the gray world of despair is the presence of friends, 
They didn't even have to say anything. They just had to show up. And it made all the difference. You cannot bounce without help, and helping others is one way to help yourself. Even the bird has help from the spring in the branch, the flow of the air. Our community lifts us up. Jan Phillips tells the story of a car accident she endured. She was pinned under the hot car. Unable to scrabble a space to pull herself out, people came running up. Oh no, someone's under here, they gasped. We'll go get help, they said. No, she cried, knowing she didn't have much more time. Don't go, you are the help. She could feel her life being crushed out of her. Get this car off of me. We can't, they said. Please try, she asked. And then the miracle happened. They realized that they were the ones she needed. And they did it. We are the help. Each and every one of us is the help. And all around us, people are trapped under cars. Their lives are being crushed out of them. The car may be named racism or economic inequity. We are called to help. Called out of our pain and despair to show up for those who need us. Curiosity, determination, perseverance, community, prayer, help, and faith give us our resilience. We all, every one of us, have resilience. When you were four years old and your playmate knocked over your tower of blocks, after the temper tantrum, you started to rebuild it. Or you moved on to Legos. Somehow, your four-year-old self figured out that you could bounce back, maybe to build a taller, stronger tower. If we become the most resilient person we can be, new, positive realities arise in the most surprising ways, amid life's stress and suffering, maybe because of it. We can strengthen the sense of meaning in our lives. We can learn to use tools to enhance our resilience. We can even begin to appreciate both the welcome and unwelcome sides of stress. I promise. Simply having wings is not enough. You have to be willing to use them. So how do you know it's time for a bounce? <coughs> discomfort. It could be the discomfort of hitting bottom with a splat. Or it could be when you realize how unpleasant your now is. Spending too much time in a safe and comfy womb or tomb can get confining, stunting, downright boring. A chick that stays at its egg will starve. A person who needs transformation is soul starved. You are called to break free, not just for you, but for your friends, for your family, and for your community. I know you've known people who encounter difficulty and turn despair into a way of life. Our souls cannot flourish when we're buried in bitterness or hibernating in the doldrums. When you awaken, sometimes what wakes you is as simple as curiosity or a song. In the campfire program I was involved in as a kid, we sang to the younger kids 
at the fly-up ceremony, like the bridging ceremony today. Pretty little bluebird, why do you fly? Come back, come back to me. I fly, said the bird, as she flew on high to see if my color matches the sky. You are worth it. We owe it to ourselves and our loved ones to wrest all the transformation we can out of the jaws of difficult times. <coughs> and there's a secret, a secret key to resilience. Despite rumors to the contrary, we are not alone. The open secret is that you are not alone in your weakness, your fear, your anger, your failures. You are not the only one who is sad, confused, self-absorbed. We all hide our neurotic and nutty sides, our insecurities, our shameful urges, and we all have them. I'll tell you my secret. Just, just like other humans, I am imperfect. Just like you, I worry and fret over things I can't control. I get scared and feel inadequate to the tasks before me. For all of my strengths, I'm also a vulnerable person who sometimes needs to stay in bed and weep, sometimes needs help. When we keep the secret from each other, we make it unsafe to be our authentic, wise, and wonderful selves. Resilience isn't this rare, magical quality. In fact, it's quite common. When you trust that you have wings, you can be like the bird and bounce into flight, ser como un pájaro y volare. May you remember you are not alone. The wise and the wonderful are within you, and no one can stop the changes you bring. May you spread your wings, bounce off that branch, and fly.